Greetings, readers. This is the Recap Book Chat. We are thrilled that you're with us because reading illuminates your life like a star. As J.R.R. Tolkien said, little by little, one travels far. Welcome to the Recap Book Chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are coming at you with Rex Stout's The Golden Spiders. So where did you hear about The Golden Spiders? It was in Project 1065. Okay. And it was published in 1953. Which I thought a mistake because that's after World War, remember? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Tell about that. Well, that's just when I when I got us the books, I noticed the copyright and I said, "Whoa, what happened?" And uh, but nobody else has noticed it. <laughs> no. So it was yeah, it was in Project uh, 1065, and th- they were talking about reading it, but it actually wouldn't have been in even in print at that time. So, and kind of so fun. this is kind of it's, fun to catch somebody. Yeah, good job, good catch. This is a mystery series called and his his name is Nero Wolf and um it was really fun so what did what was how many stars did you give it four and a half okay and why did you give it four and a half because it's kind of fun to color in half a star (laughs) I I like Archie I like the uh better than Nero Nero just has so much attitude but I think that's part of the charm of the book, probably. It was funny. At the back, um, there was like a promotional thing for it. But it says, meet Nero Wolf. He's not much to look at, and he'll never win the 100-yard dash. <laughs> <laughs> but for sheer genius at unraveling the tangled skins of crime, he has no peer. His outlandish adventures make for some of the most fascinating mystery reading in paperback. So well, I, just I thought that, believe I'd thought never heard funny. of it. How much did your book cost? Look at the thing, what it cost. I thought it was funny. Oh, it's like 50 cents, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. But it was so, it was, so I gave it four stars. And, but it was just, it's a fun short read. And it really, I felt like it took you, takes you back in time to kind of that. And, and I think there's a name for it. Is it Nor? Noir yeah, or something like that. It's like a IR. Yeah, like that private eye detective kind of nineteen fifties feel, and and you really get that, and it's really fun. So it was, I enjoyed it. So and and what about you? Did you enjoy it? Was it something oh, I, that you would recommend? I absolutely, absolutely love Archie. Archie is his leg man because uh, Nero Wolf is a huge august personality and he has the stature to go with that and he lives in a brownstone in new york uh and he doesn't get out of it never which is and that's intriguing that is intriguing all these crimes and he never gets and then you meet archie and uh one quote i have is you'll usually find me where i'm needed guts goodwin uh, there was another one where he says, this is, he's talking about something, and I just wrote this down, um, but I, uh, he could have done something, but I had promised my grandmother that I would never spout 
just to show people how much I knew. (laughs) I almost said something I shouldn't have, but anyway, because it is a mystery, but, uh, and they have cool wordage like uh, to be classified bald as, to be classified as bald in two years. Stuff like that just cracks me up. Yeah. Oh, what have I, that I liked was, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, I wanted you to understand, I wanted you to understand that the situation is such that any tidbit will be a feast. <laughs> so I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. And, and Archie had to dress up once and he said, when he was dressed up, he said, all I needed was either a bride or a hearse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he, he's a hoot. He's a hoot. And he, he's like my favorite. I just, but the whole thing was about a 12 year old boy, uh, Peter, who wants to hire Wolf with change. You know, he doesn't have much. Uh, then he was murdered. And then this lady shows up, Ms. Fromm. She comes to hire him, and she's murdered. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Wolf has this, um, what do you call that? Like, it's kind of his mode. I mean, his uh, motto or something that you always will get the, your money's worth or something with it. Mm-hmm. You remember that phrase? Yes. So he's trying to discover the connection between the a gray Cadillac and the golden spider earring. Which was, yeah, I, and I didn't get it. Did you get it? Did you uh, guess no. the murderer? Okay. No, just like in Agatha Christie, I didn't get it here either. But, uh, but I did get a, you said, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was, it was so much, uh, a lot of humor, uh, kind of like wit, wit witty humor so if you like that kind of things like i found an oxymoron in there and i don't know if you found it but it said that the guy took two healthy drags from his cigarette i said what <laughs> no no so how can you take I, I i don't know if that's qualified as a oxymoron but to me uh healthy drag because this was published in 1953 so at the time i i think it wasn't meant as an oxymoron okay yeah, because maybe they thought that it was healthy. Yeah. But uh, Archie described one character. He said, in size, he uh, had been shortchanged. I wouldn't have called him well-designed. <laughs> I, <just think> that, <laughs> oh. I mean, you could say ugly, but he doesn't do that. So Rick mm-hmm. Stout, I think, is a wordsmith. I agree. Oh, and so a little background on him. I, I dug a little bit. So he had Quaker parents and, but they moved at a certain point of his life and he ended up, he was in the Navy. And one of the cool things too, is that he was, I think bef- he wanted to be a writer and get, you know, make his living doing that. But he said he had to make enough money to get started at the certain, whatever he had a, a, a number in his head and he had developed a school banking system where kids that earned money and they put it in this whole school banking system and he was getting royalties off of that and it was doing very well. And he was finally able, he was making enough from that business. He was like, okay, I'm going to start writing full time. Then 1929 hit and he lost everything. So yeah, but I guess he continued on, but I was like, that's interesting. And I was like, I wanted to, I, I haven't looked into that further, but I'm like, I'm curious about, that school banking system. I think that's a good idea. It was basically to teach kids about money and stuff, but it was an actual banking system in the school. So, Well, in the back of my book, it said he was uh, recognized throughout the state as a prodigy in arithmetic. 
mm-hmm. at the age of nine. Yeah. So I was just like, and he went into writing, which, and he wrote 72 when he was alive, and then the last one was published. I guess he wrote that before he died. Yeah. <laughs> 73, that's a lot. Yeah. But, and I found that this is another thing I, uh, I think that to, uh, Nero Wolf might have said this. It, they were talking about a lawyer, and Archie was saying what he could do, what he could do. And then Nero says, we won't give him cards to play. And that meant, I thought that sounded a cool way to say, we're not going to give him any information. So we're not going to give him cards to play. Mm, yeah. I like that. I, I wonder who Rex, the writer, I wonder who he... Do you think he uh, saw himself more as Nero or he saw himself more as Archie? Oh, Archie. Yeah. He had to be Archie because, uh, so Nero, another, uh, I I guess it was, uh, he was eccentric because he spent from 9 to 11 and 4 to 6 on top of the roof with his orchids. It was like a plant room. Yeah. Yeah. Full of plants. But I told you that maybe that's because there's giving off oxygen. Maybe that's where his best ideas came from. That's true. Being, being around like, those. But yeah. he, and he's hard to get along with, but it doesn't bother Archie. Because this says, uh, Archie said, uh, I got a gun and a holster, and I put them on. Wolf sat scowling at me. Physical commotion and preparations for it irritate him. But as a practicing detective, he defers to the necessity of putting people, me, for instance, <laughs> in situations where they may get plugged or knifed or shoved off a cliff. In view of his distaste for such doings, it's darn generous of him. <laughs> I did, uh, Archie just made me laugh on almost every page when he talks. He's, he's very funny. I don't know why he works for him. For him. I mean, I guess they've... they've I guess they're comfortable with each other. But yeah, Archie does the work, all of the work, really. So, and, and puts himself in very dangerous situations. In a hard so, way. And then the, the vocabulary was cool. Very yeah. cool. Like flummery. It means meaningless or a, like a humbug. But it's also a soft dessert as a custard. So I'm just like, oh, cool. But I, I mean... He loves fine food, too. That's another thing that, about him. You know what's funny is when I was reading this, and I don't think I realized it until just now, but when I was reading this, you know how you kind of see it in your head? I saw it in black and white. <laughs> oh, that's... So, I wonder if they made any movies out of it. I he don't know. 73 books. But there's one scene where there's kind of a shootout in a garage, and it, made, it reminded me of um, what's... Uh, what's the movie with um it's a comedy and it was rated the the number one comedy of movie of the century some do you like remember some like it hot it reminded me of that because there's there's some gangster type people in that one and and at this garage shootout thing it reminded me kind of of that feel so and th- this was that I think around that times when Archie said, I'll stay in the car until I hear you scream or they roll your corpse out. <laughs> because he's actually over the other guys. Because there's more than just Archie. There's Ori and, uh, oh, uh, is it? I Saul. Think his name's Ori and Saul. Okay. Yeah. They're the kind of the undercover. He and goes undercover too, but. After he says, uh, 
until I hear you scream or they roll your corpse out, Ori, the other guy, he says, well, where does that leave us? <laughs> Archie says, not my department. Wolf does the thinking. I just run the errands you have flubbed. <laughs> uh, so he thinks he's the top banana in the, you know. In the stack. Yeah. yeah. And he is. Yeah. And it's, I thought it was cool how they, they played the, um, the police how there's some tension there. So I've like, I never thought about that before. And I thought that was interesting because so the police kind of don't like Nero and his associates. Because he looks down on them. Cause I have a quote from him saying, all of them are trained. Some of them are competent. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, oh, he's cocky. Yeah. yeah. He's snobby for sure. But it's funny because he's good and like he's solving things that they can't solve, but they don't like that. So there's tension but, there. But one time he did say, and this is my favorite quote from Nero, is a bad guess, gift, blah, 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 a bad guess gives information. Ooh, that's good. I thought of Wordle. You know, we play Wordle. Yeah, great a, a connection. Yes, does give you. Uh, it, it gives. It gives you information. I think we're. And you had talked about how at um, MMA that that the instructor said it's good to fail. Yes. Well, that gives you information. I told that to your dad, and he said he was uh, learning how to do body shop and and how to fix you know cars and all that, do body work and. The bondo is really hard to do. You you smooth it out, and you're supposed to. The guy didn't even show him how to do it. He just told him get busy, and then he said after you're about ready to quit the class, then he'll call you in there and he'll show you how to do it. But I said I guess he'd taught long enough to know they probably don't have. You know, you're talking to teenagers. Mm. They don't have ears to listen mm -hmm. until they until they fail, mm -hmm. and then fail, and then fail, and then they listen and and. And your dad said, I've done it wrong so many times, I never forgot how to do it right. Wow. Yeah. I said, wow, that's pretty. <laughs> I said, what yeah, a powerful yeah. lesson. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's that, good. that MMA guy is right, though. You said yeah. he said uh, kids don't fail enough today. Yeah. He said, yeah, exactly. He wanted them to fail because they need to know how to handle it and need to know, like, how to learn from it instead of just seeing it as, this is the end of the world. I failed. No, it's like, okay, fail. Failure is our friend. You know, mm -hmm. he also says failure is first attempt at learning. Yeah. So it's like, you should almost expect to fail because you're, if you're learning something new, it's almost crazy it to think you should master it. And it's your yeah. first time. And if you did master it your first time, you probably, it doesn't, you didn't learn anything. Exactly. You know, but I think, uh, I, I, I there's a stigma or something. It's like people want to be um, Michael Jordan and not have the struggle that Michael Jordan had to become Michael Jordan. Because we all see the highlights. We don't see, you know, that's what people see. Like Michael Jordan. Everyone saw him winning games, saw his highlight reel. Like that's, that's what we're seeing. We didn't see the years prior to that. We didn't see him not making the team. We didn't see him, you know, all these things him practicing hours and hours, you know, in the back of his house or whatever. No one sees that. But he even made a, a little video. I, I played it for my kids. It's been a, years, but 
years ago, but he apologized because he said, I'm sorry if I made that look easy. (laughs) And he's going on and saying, I worked hard and relentless and all that. I was like, whoa. So I guess a lot of people blamed him. But, I mean, it wasn't his fault because he he tried so hard. Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, uh, if we fall down, you, you have to have grit. To not quit you've got to just say okay well I'm, I didn't do it what what can I tweak what can I you know what, how, how can I make this less painful that's what I used to say with riding a horse nobody told me how to ride a horse I just had to get in there and I think my parents were trying to get rid of me basically <laughs> trying, you know because uh who, who what kid says they want a horse and they get one Mm-hmm. And it was a Shetland pony, and they're like killers. But and 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 no, and then they go in the house. Who, who leaves a kid out? To, they were probably watching. They may have sent that video in somewhere. But I mean, yeah. she bit me, she kicked me, she stepped on me, she did all this, and finally, I was triumphant. <laughs> but you had grit. You don't quit. Yeah. And that's what you tell your students. And I think I I tell the boys that, but because you told me that, though, we say that all the time. I've got grit. I don't quit. So, and, and you know, you don't really, you can't ever have grit unless you get to a hard place. You're at a hard place. Absolutely. Like if you say, well, you're going to make pancakes and that does not take any grit for me. That's fun. You know, Mm -hmm. cleaning up might take some grit, but (laughs) (laughs) cooking is fun, but the cleaning up is another. See, so you're always for the rest of your life. You will need that. You're just going to need grit. And that's, uh, I have to tell you, so my book was kind of a twofer, and I, I have the Golden Spiders, and then I have this one called Some Buried Caesar, and I wasn't going to read that, but there was a lull somewhere, and I just grabbed the first book off the shelf, and I got to page 29 before I started Oliver Twist, but anyway, in this one, I, I, Nero is out of the brownstone. Oh, he does get out of the house then. And they're going to put his orchids in the fair or something. Oh. And somehow there's an accident. And the cars, of course, it's Archie's fault, naturally, of course. And uh, I think it's the other driver's fault, actually. But anyway, Nero can't be mad at that person. So he's really mad at Archie. And so they're walking through this field. And guess what? Caesar is a bull. So I've only read a little bit, but isn't this hysterical? So Archie can outrun him because he's running and he looks back to see if uh, Nero is behind him. And well, Mr. Wolf has climbed up on this (laughs) kind of rock thing and he's just sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think it's hilarious. And all these people gathered around because there's a, there's a, a wreck, you know, and they're all saying, what is that man doing? Why is he standing? Why is he sitting on the rock? (laughs) So, it, it, like you said, picturing that in my mind just cracked me up. But. That's hilarious. Yeah, they they mentioned that numerous times that he's a he's a much larger man, and I, I think he has a really he- healthy appetite. So, but that's good to know that he gets out of the house. You know. Well, I did. I but for the orchids. For the orchids. Yeah. I don't think he gets out to solve crimes. So let me tell you. Let me ask you. Uh, compare this with Agatha Christie which style did you like the best Agatha I think I gave her a five star so yeah I I liked her style better do you Um, think it's because we're girls 
maybe. I mean, and it's not that I didn't enjoy his, but, like, I don't know. I just, I felt like hers was, I don't know. I don't know what it is. What, What would you say it is different? What's the difference between it? I think, you know, that, uh, I think this is kind of a boy book, (laughs) you know, from it's called, it's from a guy's viewpoint and hers is from a girl's normally, sometimes that doesn't matter, but you know, like she's having them have tea time and all that kind of stuff. I think we kind of like that English too. Yeah. I think you're right. And I feel like hers was maybe a little bit better thought out. Like, it, does that, it, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole, like hers was like, I think she had to really think about, and she said that too. Like oh, that was, yes. and we did read one of her favorites that she had written, but she was super proud of it. So the, I just felt like there was a lot of brainstorming that went into that one. This one, I'm not so sure. It was kind of um, predictable, but I didn't get it because it was, I didn't go with the super predictable solution. Cause I was like, Oh, that's way too, cause I'm thinking Agatha Christie, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I would pick her, but you know, he's, I think he's, yeah, maybe for the guys in your life. <laughs> well, he has more fun. humor. He definitely had a lot more humor. Yes. So, I mean, I, I think it's a fun read, uh, and I, I'm, I, and I will finish the Sun Buried Caesar, but, but now I'm in the middle. I mean, not in the middle, but I'm in Oliver Twist. So, uh, you know, and it is so uh, cool to read different uh, genres. So, you know. Yeah, and from different continents, even. I mean, you're going across the sea there. And so, and uh, we're going to try to do something new soon is we we're listening to the Lincoln Highway on audiobook and we've never done a podcast uh with just listening to it we haven't done that so so That's yeah so, so stay tuned yeah stay yeah be, be very encouraging and supportive <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a wrap on the golden spiders by rick stout if you're looking for a mystery check it out <laughs> oh wow look who's rhyming now <laughs> um, see you on the next one <laughs>